Hi everyone, welcome back to the Happy Monday Podcast. My name is Evan Macknick and this is the podcast to get your week started right. We pick some great news that you may have missed from the previous week, and a new episode drops every Monday, so make sure to hit that subscribe button. On this episode, the English police get perfect strangers talking to one another. A Florida lawyer receives an award for helping thousands of people get an ID. And we're wishing Merry Christmas in July to a terminally ill patient in Canada. As a means of tackling loneliness and social isolation in English towns, local police forces have begun designating specific public benches that can be used for making friends and having conversations. The chat benches, which are now located in two different parks, and outdoor areas in Somerset, are identified by little signs reading, Sit here if you don't mind someone stopping by to say hello. The Avon and Somerset Police Department Facebook page recently published photos of their new chat benches in Burnham and Taunton, with an encouraging note for readers to stop by and use them for socialization. The sign simply helps to break down the invisible social barriers that exist between strangers who find themselves sharing a common place. We can all play a part, says the police department, Simply stopping to say hello to someone at the chat bench could make a huge difference to the vulnerable people in our communities, and help to make life a little better for them. According to the department, 17% of older people are only in contact with family, friends, and neighbors less than once a week, which can leave them feeling isolated. Collectively, this amounts to roughly 9 million UK residents who suffer from loneliness and isolation each year. The police force launched the chat bench initiative earlier this month, to coincide with the United Nations World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. Though the officers say that there are many different forms of elder abuse which deserve our concern, they hope that the chat benches will help to tackle senior loneliness in their communities. The chat bench is a fantastic new initiative that I hope encourages those of all ages to start many more conversations in the future, says Police and Crime Commissioner Sue Mount Stevens. I encourage you to stop by and say hello. It really could make a huge difference to that person. A young uncle is fighting through the pain of profound burns all over his body after he rushed back inside a burning Washington home to rescue his niece from certain death. Derek Bird may have suffered third and second degree all over his face, back, and arms, but the 20-year-old insists he'd do it all again if he had to. The blaze erupted at the Bird family home in Aberdeen in the early hours of Thursday morning, with six family members from three generations inside. To calls of fire, fire from the children upstairs, Bird immediately sprang into action. He initially ran outside of the home, catching his nephews Junior and Rory as they jumped from a second-floor window. His sister Kayla, the mother of the children, slipped and fell to the ground below, attempting to climb onto the roof, startling her eight-year-old daughter Mercedes, who was set to jump from the window next. Petrified, the young girl retreated back further into the blazing home. She was screaming my name, Bird said, so I wasn't going to let her just sit there. I wasn't going to let my niece die. Bird ran back into the home, at which point he was nearly engulfed entirely by flames. But the heroic uncle kept pushing on through the fire and pain until he found his niece crying on the floor in the smog of the thick smoke in the searing heat. He took his shirt off, wrapped it around her face to shield her from the fumes, and then hoisted her into his arms, running as fast as he could down the stairs and out of the front door. Speaking from his hospital bed at the Harborview Medical Center, with gauze covering his face, Bird said he doesn't regret going back inside to save Mercedes one bit. 
Famed musician and producer Pharrell Williams has just guaranteed internships to 114 graduating Harlem High School students. Williams made the announcement during his speech as a 2019 keynote speaker for the Harlem Charter Zone's Promise Academy. According to the New York City-based organization, every single one of their graduating high school students has already been accepted into college or university. And thanks to Williams, they will now have an A-list internship waiting for them after their first year of higher education. The world is watching Harlem, but this renaissance will be different, Williams said in the speech. Believe it or not, it's going to actually be better. The reason why is because the new Harlem renaissance has education at its core. Harlem Charter Zone CEO Ann Williams-Isom told BuzzFeed News that the charter school staffers have been working with Pharrell to create the internship program as a means of helping their students forge meaningful business relationships that can open doors for them throughout their academic career. In order for us to get our community, these children, and these families out of poverty, we want to make sure they are connected to a livable wage. And we know that for so many of our young people, the way that they're going to be able to do that is with that college degree in their hands, but also with some experience from very good internships that they will be able to do while they're in college, she said. Though the details of Pharrell's internship program are limited, reporters say that each student will be assigned a paid internship that will give them experience in their respective career field after their first year of college. Jackie Dowd laughed at the thought of more than 12 people coming to celebrate her achievement. On June 15th, much to her surprise, about 100 people showed up at Baldwin Park Community Center to celebrate the Orlando-based lawyer being honored with the Florida Bar Foundation's Jane Elizabeth Curran Distinguished Service Award. I was just completely blown away, Dowd said. The idea that people I work with and volunteer would take time to go out of their way to nominate me for something is still kind of baffling. Dowd received the award in Boca Raton during the Florida Bar Foundation's 43rd annual reception and dinner at the Florida Bar Annual Convention. The award was created in 2015 and named after the foundation's first executive director to recognize an individual who has significantly increased access to civil justice for the poor in Florida. As a lawyer and legal counsel for iDignity, an organization that helps people access documentation, Dowd has helped more than 21,000 people in Central Florida get birth certificates, marriage records, social security records, immigration records, and other documents needed to get an ID in Florida. Jackie has changed the lives of thousands of homeless and low-income individuals by providing legal advocacy that would otherwise be unavailable. Recently retired Chief Judge Frederick J. Lawton said in a letter supporting Dowd's nomination for the award, according to the Foundation, You will find few others who have dedicated more of their time, energy, and passion to the representation of the poor and homeless in Central Florida. Dowd recalled spending a couple years helping an iron union worker who lost his ID. He struggled getting a new one because he was born while his father was deployed in the military and had a German birth certificate. It gets kind of scary today with all the controversy with immigration if you can't prove that you're a U.S. citizen, Dowd said. Dowd said she helped him fight for years to get a new ID. By going through National Archives, they found a letter from his father while he was deployed proving that, despite his German birth certificate, he was an American citizen. When she moved into public service law, Dowd said she learned that she couldn't win by just knowing more than the other side. She had to tell compelling stories of the people she was representing. Now it needs to be about people, Dowd said, and our system should be about people. And finally, a son is asking for Christmas cards for his terminally ill mother, who is not expected to make it until Christmas. 
Teresa Power, 92, after being diagnosed with a terminal illness. Power is a widow and mother of five who lives in St. Joseph's, St. Mary's Bay, Canada. To distract her from the situation, her son, Henry, has asked for Christmas cards. So guys, it is with mixed emotions I write this post, Henry Power wrote on Facebook. My mom, aka the Christmas card lady at the age of 92, has a serious health care crisis in her life. There's a pretty good chance that she will not be here this Christmas. She was born before Facebook and email, and has had an amazing love affair with her Christmas card arrivals. So as a way to help her pass the time and an amazing distraction from her critical situation, please feel free to send her a best wishes card. Henry says his mother has received hundreds of Christmas cards from all over the world. So today, over 100 cards came, he wrote on July 5th, from as far away as Scotland. The messages are so heartfelt and sincere. There has been a few tears shed reading them, mostly happy tears. If you'd like to send Teresa a Christmas card, I'll put the address in the show notes. That does it for this episode of the Happy Monday Podcast. I'd like to thank our ecstatic level patron, John Macknick, and our top patron, Rich Macknick. If you like what you heard and you want to join them, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash happymonday or on our anchor page. If you can't contribute financially, please rate and review the podcast. And if you have some friends who you think would love some great news, make sure and share it with them. You can get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and check out our new website, happymonday.online. If you have a story you think would be good for a future episode, send an email to happymondaypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and here's the Happy Monday quote of the week from Daryl Hannah. It's not necessary to go far and wide. I mean, you can really find exciting and inspiring things within your hometown. <laughs>